Hello, welcome back to Two Vegan Idiots. Hi everyone. My name is Carl. My name is Julian. And we are... Two... Vegan... Idiots. Idiots. <laughs> uh, welcome back. This week's episode, we're joined by a very funny comedian, podcaster. Um, I mean, I think that's the two things. Rachel Fairburn. Um, she's great. I've known Rachel for years. I um, think I first met her in 2006. Big Oasis fan. What was that? That's... That's a smoke alarm. That'd be all right, though, wouldn't it? What? To leave that in the intro? Yeah. We can leave it in the intro. Shows we're safety conscious as well. Guys, check your smoke alarm batteries. That there was... uh, Don't use the batteries for your remote control. Um, Are they the same ones? I think it's a 9 volt normally in uh, in smoke alarms. Oh, that's a vibrator one. Is it? But the square ones? Yeah. Really? Three of them. Um. (laughs) Anyway. Oh, shit. That's, my smoke alarm must be really dying if it's kicking off like that. Um, this, all right, we're, we're going to wrap up the intro, and I'm, I'm going to go. Might actually be a fire going on in the other room. No, it'll be all right. It'll be all right. We're in the front room, and it will survive. Yeah. Um, enjoy this week's episode. Share it with your friends. Like it. Share like it. Like it comment. Share ask it. questions. Yeah. Just stay. Um, stay with us. Stay with us. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Welcome back to Two Vegan Idiots with me, Carl Donnelly. And me, Julian. Hi. Julian, hi. <laughs> What's that shit? I don't know, man. And Rachel Fairburn. Hello. Welcome. Uh, I was going to say welcome back. I felt, yeah, well. There's never, no. That's, that could have been like I've had a bad time and I'm now back from it. Yeah, but I think, I remember you, did we do, a, did you come on a live one that me and Chris did? We did, yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of years ago. In Hive. Yeah. Yeah, they were a real mixed bag. It was a bit... A bit raucous, I think, the one that... I uh, Maybe. ...that we did, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was... Um, well, mean, in Edinburgh, yeah? Yeah, we'd, me and Chris did a bunch of live ones, and some were great and, like, just chilled, nice sort of... You know, it's a venue that is variable, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So it's basically in a cave underneath a fucking bridge. Sometimes it is inhabited with trolls. But, um, yeah, we had some that were car crash, yeah, with some was... that were really easy, some that were, like, f- what just made fun. It so, bit... What made it a car crash? Well, no, I mean, just we had we had a couple that were just dead. Uh, we had a couple, we had some that were rammed, but quite lively. I think that one was lively. Yeah. It wasn't they were very problematic, drunk. yeah. I remember them being very, very drunk. Yeah, but so we had a couple where there was some persistent mm-hmm. um, interrupters. Yes. Yes. Um... But this is this is now a new podcast. Me, Chris is no longer with us. <laughs> he died. I was going to say that sounds very <laughs> dramatic. God rest his soul. Uh, R.I.P. Chris, Chris Martin, and um, he now lives in L.A. That's why mm, he's no well, longer. That's, that's why right, I'm living his best life. Yeah, mm. that's why me and him had to break up. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're in a podcast pairing. I am. Yes. Um, with Kiri Pritchard McLean. Mm-hmm. Um, all. F- Killer No Filler. Oh, Killer No Filler. Which is very good. Thank All about you. mass murderers. Serial that, killers. Serial I mean, killers. picked a very a good murderer. topic. Yeah. Love yeah, serial weirdly, killers. Weirdly, I what? feel like you started that just before the boom of... We did. ...Netflix, like true of crime. murders we, in I the area. We were quite... Because the thing is, we wanted to pick something that we were interested in. So we've got loads of mutual interest. Me and Kira, like, we're interested in, like, taxidermy and, like, <laughs> spooky stuff. And, like, taxidermy? Taxidermy, yeah. Love a stuffed animal. Stuffing animals. Stuffing dead animals. What, you do it yourself? Oh, oh God, no, I don't do it. I'm too squeamish. <laughs> oh, what, you just... I, I've got lots of it. Ah. Like, I've got, like, a duck and a snake. How, and I used how, to... Do they die of natural causes? I, they die of taxidermy. I, I don't like to think about that. <laughs> yeah. But the things that I've, I've bought are quite old. Like, I wouldn't... I wouldn't buy something that's, you know, been made last week. Right. What, so, why, why, why? I don't know. It's that thing in it, like... It's like hipster I, taxidermy, <laughs> modern stuff. Oh, God. Some, have you seen like, where they'll have a, Just a, contemporary like a duck snakes, with a top please. hat? And yeah, a, yeah, I hate yeah, that kind yeah, of yeah. stuff. I think it's very disrespectful to the dead animal. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's like, it's, it's dead. Just, Not that animals can feel disrespect. I reckon they can. You, yeah, I was going to say, you think they... Well, no, but it's dogs. Dogs definitely... You can see when dogs are embarrassed or shameful. Or... Some dogs just look shameful of their, their face. I know, but I mean... Seeing me wank so much. But have you not seen them? But have you ever seen them, like, people put them videos where they, they come home and their dog's, like, ripped up the sofa and they yeah, look yeah, at the yeah. dog and the dog's doing that sort of can't make eye contact? That is shame, yeah, yeah, surely. Yeah. yeah, dogs can definitely... Or it knows it's going to get in trouble. Yeah, but it's also there's the look the shame shame is a thing where you know you've done something wrong as well. 
if, if you could be affectionate those. as well. That's animals, my default setting. Can, yeah. Yeah. Probably have other, emo- other emotions. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, so you forget all that and have them stuck. That's what I do, yeah. <laughs> so I buy all these horrible things. Um, although K- Kiri's a vegan now, she so... Is. I wish she yeah. I don't know if her stance on it is, has changed. Probably thanks to the podcast. You're welcome. Uh, I mean, it could be like it, some yeah. people, there are some vegans who will buy old, like, secondhand leather and stuff. Yeah. Because it's out there, isn't it? See, yeah, I've got this thing about that as well. Like, I wouldn't buy... A fur coat. Yeah. But then when you see, oh, a vintage one that's been there for 50 years. Yeah. It's like, it's there now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, Someone's got to don it. Yeah, that's kind I've of... I've still got old vegan belt that I still wear. Really? That's, I mean, that is no, it's definitely not, the I mean, a leather that belt. Is a... <laughs> that was the loudest playing I think I've ever heard here. Now and again, when it, when it, during the summer, when these back doors were open, oh, I hear... It's coming towards fly. us. I think it, yeah, that was... <laughs> 9/11. That would be some great Facebook live streaming. Oh, that, God, that would be. Imagine that. That Just would go viral. Front page of Chortle. I reckon Amazing. so. Amazing. At least. Mm. I was All about to dead. say, this is how long ago I last looked at Chortle. I was about to say, it would at least make the WTF page, which oh, I don't God. think happens anymore. You know, I rarely look at that website. Yeah. I think, I think it's mean-spirited, to be honest with As you. As a website. Yeah. Well, weirdly, we were chatting with Kay Curd about it. I think it is as well. It. And Kay, and we had a slight sort of different take on it, but obviously that's understandable. But he was saying, cause he was talking about that Edinburgh thing that um, Chortle have done, which is like 10 uh, BAME. Yeah, acts. I saw someone tweet about that, yeah. And I saw, I saw Dane Baptiste tweet about it. And quite, again, quite rightly, sort of pointing out that why are you splitting? Why, mm. Surely part of the issue is that it's actually such a white festival. The last thing you want to do is start making lists of like, right, by the way, there are these <laughs> yeah, 10 yeah, black yeah. people. And, um, and, but I, I, he was, and I, I totally get why people would be annoyed about it. I was saying I don't think it's a cynical thing i think i genuinely think it comes from a lack of understanding from yeah steve at do you think? he's trying to be yeah, he's I, trying to be right on I know but so it's a bit i know so many comics that actually that think steve bennett is really cynical and sort of nasty and all this and i don't think he is i, I genuinely I'm I, not, and I, I don't read short i don't read reviews but when i used to but so is the guy who says oh I, my best mate's black he's sort of you know what i mean that's not cynical no no yeah I, that's what i mean it's, it's, it's a lack of understanding yeah it's a lack yeah, yeah, of awareness yeah. so, and i don't i genuinely think just and this is from my handful of times i've chatted to steve i think he's quite a nice bloke who probably mm. just doesn't understand what's like, what his, yeah. his effect he's, with those things on comedians i, I think I don't know, sometimes the tone of what he writes is a bit It can be pissy. nasty to people. Well, yeah, but yeah. that's surely criticism is what he does. That's no, the whole point, what, isn't it? But he doesn't call it a critique. He'll call him a rev- himself a reviewer. Yeah, but a reviewer is critiquing yeah. what they're watching. Yeah. That's exactly... And the thing is, I know loads of comics who like will sort of talk about how did you, like they'll like sort of say Mark, uh, Mark Kermode or something who's a, well, yeah, one of the best film reviewers around. Or they'll sort of... They're fine with all other criticism at the moment. It's about us. It's like, no, yeah, these yeah, fucking yeah. cynical yeah, yeah, yeah. wankers. Like, <laughs> no. It's about them. <laughs> it's that thing. I, I just, the trick is don't read it. If you don't, I don't yeah. read Chortle. And so I've got this sort of thing of whenever I meet Steve, I think, oh, he's a nice enough bloke. He's harmless. He is. I think, but, and he's a bit of a, he's just a nerdy comedy fan. I think he wants to be friends with people. And you, yeah, you, but, but also you can't review people and then be friends with them, I don't think. No, you, not you at all. You need that, that distance. And I think so, yeah. And I think, I do, I do think there is that distance. I don't know any comedian that goes for a coffee with him. Well, there has been. There, he has got mates, hasn't he? That um, are comics. Who? Name them. Name and shame. <laughs> Let's fucking rip them down, mate. You're dead, mate. You're out of the comedians' club. I don't know. Wasn't he with Ava Vidal for a while? Um, oh, that's, I mean, that could be the case. I could be just a rumour style. I think he was. <laughs> okay. Um, well, yeah. I mean, and was... I was with him for two weeks. <laughs> it, just, it was a very short-lived affair. After he gave just you a, snogging in the loft after bar. After he gave you three and a half stars, you're like, I might as well nosh him off. Get that up to four. <laughs> he deserves it. Um, Could you take that review down, Steve? But, um, I'm really bad, though, because I do read everything. Why? Because I'm an idiot. Because, like, in Edinburgh... It's hard not to, but I, I do stay I have, away from it. I want it. to know who's in. Right, oh, oh that's God, terrible. before uh, the show. Yeah. Why uh, does that affect what you would do on stage, it Rachel? It doesn't, but I'm a control freak and I cannot bear the thought. If it doesn't affect what you're doing on stage, then that's oh, I good. Never, I would never change anything. I do what I do. But I mean, your mindset up there, do you feel a bit more tense? No. No, that's I just, good then. I just like to know. I just Because if I see comp, I'm like, who's this? Yeah. And then I, I just... Paul, who does... Paul Sullivan, who did my, did, did my PR last year, he was like... 
Rachel, in, in the ten years that I've been sort of working with comedians, you're the only one who's asked, who wants to know who's in, where I, they're from. I, that's not, I know. I, I know strictly say I don't yeah. want to know anyone who's in. Don't ever tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my thing is I don't like to know because sometimes I quite like talking. If I see somebody with like a lanyard... I love to just get stuck oh, in, yeah. not stuck in in a bad way, but sort of go. Oh yeah, hello fun. lanyard. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> so it's a bit of fun, isn't it? So I you need know. to learn what a lanyard is. A lanyard it's a waistcoat, a luminous. No, one. a lanyard is like a sort of. A <laughs> oh yeah, the you don't know what a lanyard. Oh, the necklace like uh, the, pass thing. Yeah, 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 the yeah, pass yeah. Thing, yeah. If you see yeah. somebody with like a fringe pass, you're like, fuck it, let's see what this prick yeah, says. Yeah. What? Yeah, what are they doing here? Um, yeah. But yeah, but anyway, but that was the. What? How do we get onto that? We were talking about reading stuff. And Chortle. Oh, yeah, the plane. Oh, yeah, uh, how we, we would have made Chortle. We yeah. would have made best shows that are no longer at the fringe That's due it. to death. I think we'd have been given a prize as well. Panel actually. prize. Panel Definitely. prize, yeah. Ah, that apart from been... you, because you weren't going anyway. Oh, I'm going. I'm going <laughs> for a few days. Yeah, but you're not doing the fringe. So you <laughs> wouldn't... Technically, I'm doing it. No, but it wouldn't be able I'm to give flyering. you... I'm a... flying. No. <laughs> you're having <laughs> a mini break. I'm going to wear a lanyard and sit on your front row. <laughs> um, so where are you doing your show? Underbelly, Bristow Square. Lovely. And because I like consistency, I've got the same room at the same time. What room? Last year. Uh, Dexter. Dexter. Mm. Is this murder related? Total coincidence. Is it? Total coincidence. Like Dexter. Yeah. It's yeah. a type of cow, apparently, though, isn't it? Because they're all mm. they're all cow- named after cows yes. or cow names. Yeah. There's the Daisy. Buttercup. Buttercup. Uh, dairy. There's a dairy, dairy room, isn't there? Yeah. There's a Frisian room, Ooh. which I think's a bit doesn't really roll off the tongue, does it? Yeah. Um, that would be one of the ones where. I guarantee at least one comedian playing that room on a day when it's really hot goes, oh, it's not bloody Frisian in here, is it? <laughs> like that. I'm and then they lose that. a star off their review. Um, so you're doing, what's your show called? The People's Princess. The People's Princess. Um, and is it ready? We are but, well, what, a week and a bit from the Fringe? I did like a preview on Friday and that was the one where I was like, oh, I think I know what I'm doing now, yeah. but I've got too much stuff. And then... I, I, one of my favourite things when previewing is when, because I'm always somebody who sort of overwrites and yep. then cuts down and sort of edits down. Yep. But that saying that to some comics is that, that they could take it so badly. Do you know when you say to some comics during previews, like, yeah, I just need to cut it down. It's like an hour and ten. Because they're, they're like, trying to pad out there. Yeah, yeah. Literally got, yeah. It, yeah I'm, I'm thinking I'm the same as you because I do overwrite yeah. stuff and then I'm like, it doesn't need that bit, does it? Oh, take that out. There we go. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. And, I've just had a. I did have a preview the other week in Leicester that, even though the audience were nice, it just made me feel like I, I was in the wrong job and I didn't know what I was doing. Yes, but they'd always, they'd <laughs> just always totally come. floundering. I was like, you should, I, I, I reckon it's good to have. I mean, obviously, there's a line of if you've got ten previews mm-hmm. and eight of them are like that, and that's probably a bad sign. I always have at least two previews that make me go, either I'm shit or this show is shit. Yes, that's how I felt. And that's fine, though. It's just part of it. Because you can't make something good without it at some point being bad. Mm. So it needs, even if you had 10 great previews from the word go, actually, it's probably something that means you're setting yourself up for a fall. Day one of Edinburgh might be hard or shit, and that will knock you. So it's good to know. It's also good to know what that show. Roughly will sound like doing it to not many laughs. Makes you work yes. on it as well, doesn't totally. it? Totally. Just keeps you on your toes. Mm. I've it's never the had learning a bad it. one myself. You've no. never, uh, never. I've seen yeah. bad ones. I've <laughs> <laughs> read a bad one. Um, I, yeah, so that is, that's the thing. Of I think previews are, they're there for that purpose, yeah. aren't they? How I feel about it now is I kind of, I like it, I'm happy with it. I enjoy doing it. I just want to know it. Yeah. And I want to do it. Yes. But that's still, that's I think, another five days away. a situation to be in, though, isn't it? Yeah, I'm Learn, happy. That learning it thing. You'll like, definitely learn it. That's w- easy. Have you yeah. done a preview without any notes? No, not no, yet. That's, that's, the, that's the leap of faith, Doing isn't that it? on Saturday. I think, yeah, because I've got four previews left, and I've not done one without notes. Mm. But I feel like, I think tomorrow I'm going to try my first one without notes. I've got two back-to-back tomorrow. Ooh. So I'm going to do the first one with notes, just, just with a little set list, and then one um, without, and just... Whatever I forget, I forget. And the bits I forget, I'll go, I forgot that, and hopefully that will make it go in my head. I'm at that stage where I keep going over it in my mind, and I know more than I think of it. Because I'll go up and I'm like, oh, it's this bit now. Yeah. Oh, I know more than I think. Yeah. But there's still bits that 
I've still not written properly. So what I find with them previews, like once you get to the point of previews, when you've sort of just got a set list, you're not got big. Is I find um, word I'm, for word script. Well, no, but I find that I, if, in between bits, I just talk so much shit between like. So I'll do a bit, like, like finish punchline, whatever, blah, and then I'm trying to think my way to the next bit, and I'm just waffling. Yeah. Just literally, I'll spend a minute saying absolutely nothing. <laughs> Just trying to remember the treading next water bit. trying to remember what the next bit is and it's brutal man for the audience any guys just, in yeah. <laughs> give me just, a cheer if you're a person <laughs> but all, all I, know, all I sort of know where I've got to get but my wording of it is so flabby and shit yeah, it's yeah. just like it really just drags out a show mm. so yeah. it's, that's once it's once you know it is getting it that you can just get to the point get it, it tight yeah and also I think the first couple of days in Edinburgh you should be a bit ooh like definitely still thinking. on your back foot a little yeah. bit yeah i think by like the fourth day you should be like right okay this is it this yeah is what yeah, I'm doing. yeah yeah because i don't think it's not fun being really slick is it i don't think sometimes like because it's not i don't think it's that no. fun for the audience because they and it takes you out of the moment as well if you're too yeah, yeah, yeah. no one wants to hear somebody being i'm as slick as fuck <laughs> <laughs> it's because you've done the same jokes for 15 years <laughs> Still forget them. I'll still go off notes. Yours is the tightest set of, on earth. I'm on right. notes at the glee of <laughs> <laughs> a music stand. Like <laughs> <laughs> you're doing a fucking best man speech. Just bring my auto cue. Oh, God. <laughs> but yeah, that's the thing. I'm a firm believer in that it, the show is never finished. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's always sort of in a state of yeah. flux. Mm. <laughs> do you do a bit of this in it? I do a bit of that, yeah. I do a little bit of this. Um, so, yes, that is. So, it's, are you excited about it? Though? Do you get stressed about Edinburgh? Because, like, it's weird. So again, we were talking to Kay about different people's reactions. Anxiety to and excitement. Like, some it's people the hate same the energy. place. Some I... people love the place. Some people, uh, I've got to go. So, you know, so there's loads I of I enjoyed it last year, but I was really, z- I was quite zen, but it was yeah. hard at first. But you were quite self-contained as well. You yeah, sort of... stayed in all day. Well, yeah, you didn't go see any shows or whatever come out. In the see, I'm a bit like that. I'm, I'm a little bit like that. So I think the idea of it is worse than the reality. Of course. So yeah. I dread I it, and I dread it, and I'm like, I don't want to go, I don't want to go. And I'm I, and then I'll get like a little bit of excitement and I go, oh, I don't like that feeling. Let's let's get rid yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. But I suppose not... there is that fear of setting yourself up for a... Yeah. But if you've done it a few times, it's fine. I, you know them comedians that really sort of, I think, build up that it's this biggest thing that's going to yeah, be, yeah. this is going to break me. And then like day two, they've it's got like seven clearing people. Their yeah. <laughs> clearing their diary for all that's going to come yeah, afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People who go on about like, who actually go there with the mindset of I'm going to win something? Oh my that, god! To me, I, I just find that worst incredible. show at the fringe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all most the- overconfident comedian on the circuit. <laughs> all you want from it, or all I ever want from it, is to have a show that I enjoy doing. Yep. Have loads of new stuff. Yes, that's it. Have audiences happy. Get maybe get a couple of nice and reviews. Bare cash. Yeah, and five well, grand cash in an envelope lo- at the end. <laughs> Imagine that. That'd be lovely, wouldn't it? <laughs> I'll just give you that on the way out. I like to come out, <laughs> Just yeah. 5K in ironed <laughs> notes, unmarked bills. Yeah, and it's that thing, every year you come out, as long as that's what I've got to that point where I'm very much, my wants are very small. Just the I've had the, But I've never ever gone up there thinking this is the year I want to do this. And the ones where I've... The, You've got a good attitude towards it, though. Yeah. Probably But the I've best. had some years where... Adam Hess has got a good um, yeah. attitude as well. But I think it's... Um, yeah, I just don't think you should ever put sort of expectations too firm in place. You're setting yourself up for a mm. fall. And sometimes, I mean, I've come back. Was it last? Did I tell you last week about when I came back from Edinburgh one year and went deaf? You, you <laughs> I, went deaf. I, I, had, I had a very, um, I had a bit of a big year in terms of woo. <laughs> I think I was just coming out of a marriage. I, um, I was, I was really having a fun time. Um, no, I was just drinking a lot, doing a lot of drugs and stuff. I just went a bit off the rails for a month yeah. in Edinburgh. And I just, it was a, it was a good show. I ended up somehow having a good show, like together and that. But I just, I've just, I've never put my body through that much. You forgot how to hear. Yeah, but I, no, but I got back and uh, went sort of at about eighty percent deaf the day after Edinburgh. Did you go to the doctor? Yeah, and basically it was just um, every my body, I was my immune system was so low down. I got this really severe ear infection, and I just couldn't hear for about a week. I was like, Did you hear that? What was I that? I didn't hear it. No. <laughs> Like a UFO landed. It's like an elephant. <laughs> oh yeah, an elephant's cleaning itself. Oh in yeah, the garden. Carl's got a new elephant. <laughs> but yeah, I really went to town 
I, yeah, wow. it's gross. But um, but yeah, I mean that's not something to expect out of it. I don't want to. Let's see yeah, if I can have a year. So where you I go probably deaf. might go yeah, deaf. You yeah. don't want to go deaf. Um, are you doing any podcast stuff up there? We're doing one show on the twenty, the last Sunday, I think. Uh, um, I'm really bad at this assembly. We're doing. It's, it's nearly sold out though. Lovely. We're just doing the one show. Where's that? On George Street. That one. It's the Robert Aikman Theatre, I think. Oh, that's quite a newish one, isn't it? Yeah, Where the Gilded it's... Balloon are there now. Yeah. Or something like that. I think it's around... I'll be honest, I'm really bad. But it's on the. It's not in the brochure either. Google oh, right. it, Tw- 25th, I think. Is it Sunday the 25th? Yeah, that'll be the last Yeah, Sunday. at midday. So nice. that, that's happening. But yeah, it's nearly sold out, which is really good. So that'll be nice. But it's weird now, because like, when we do live shows now, it's like a you know, two sections. So we, we do an hour, a break, yeah. and then another hour. Ooh. And now, we've just got to do an... Back to the old Edinburgh style of an oh, hour. Oh, yeah. I'm like, Easy. What we're gonna Easy. Do? It's like it's it's harder to do that, I think, than the the two sections. How, um, have you, I think somebody might have asked this on the group. I can't remember. Talk about, about the sort of, are you going to run out of serial killers at any point? What's the plan? Or are you going to... Uh, I'll, I'll become one if you're really desperate. That's so kind. I mean, I've, no, got, I, I've already got my suspicions, I, mate. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine... Yeah. Do you know what? I've got my I, eye on a few cats. <laughs> what, 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 would your be, what would your MO be? What's MO? Modus operandi. What, oh. what would you do? What would my be, key yeah. selling point. Your, your my USP. USP, yeah. mate. Yeah. What's yeah. your USP what as a serial killer? I'll just uh, follow people. <laughs> I like how you said people and not women then. That was good. Yeah, it wouldn't be women. I wouldn't kill women. Equal That's too hack, isn't it? It is a bit hack, yeah, I'd start killing some straight white males. No, that's not a lot have been done, have they? Um, we're unrepresented. In the, or in, the, in the murder victims. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're the so. killers. Yeah, yeah. In serial killing terms, yeah, probably. So I'd probably, yeah. Yeah, we're really sort of... Middle-aged... Straight white mouths just yeah. take them out as with an a industry. Beer glass. It needs a bit more representation, <laughs> doesn't it? This is what we need. We need to write. A, we need a, to write a I'd ten be like best Dexter, though, fame serial killer. I think, yes, I'd find assholes like Dexter, but not like mer- just like yeah, yeah, yeah. dickheads and just, just take, dickhead. take their kneecaps out. The, dick, the Greenwich dickhead killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'd like to do it bare hand, like just, <laughs> just beat them to death. Just unload on their face. A lot, lot of DNA going to be left, though, isn't it? <laughs> just let my hands go. You know what I mean? But what, you'd have to wear some form of glove. You'd have to be totally covered bare to knuckle. not move DNA. Yeah. Yeah. True. I'll yeah. figure it out. I'll figure it out. Okay. You, you must figure know, it out. You, you're meant to have a good. You're meant to start pretty. You must strong. know some loopholes about how people get caught and how not to get caught. Can you email me them? I'll, I'll send you a list. <laughs> I'll send you some articles that you might find useful. Thanks. Yeah, that'll be. Good. But we're never going to run out. I, no. I don't if think you kill a complete all, stranger, luckily there's always people like us. If you kill a complete stranger, that's the hardest ones. Like if I walked out on the street and killed someone and just come back in and cracked on with the bands. Yeah. You probably won't get caught. <laughs> I mean, if you, if you I just, mean, the listeners might report you to the police. Oh yeah, shit. If you just left no, him good. out yeah. with a live. I don't think we've got any grasses as listeners. Um, no, you're right. Actually, they are quite a nice bunch, aren't yeah. they? I don't think. Um, G me up to the cops. I mean, the, the big sort of twist would be if you turned out to be a serial killer doing the podcast. That'd be great. And it was hiding, great. Hiding in plain sight. What a great we, cover. We often get sort of unsolicited things that people have, have written for us. Um, what, like fan fiction? Yeah. Really? Kiri, yeah, Kiri showed one the other week. Are they sort of a bit smoochy between the two of you? Well, there was one where... And it always ends up that... <laughs> Not that, I mean, <laughs> that one I wrote. No, um, <laughs> what I mean is that sounds... A, is, there a creep, is there a creepy sort of type of... some a very small percentage of listener who is a bit like... Ooh. Yeah, and it is very, very small. Yeah, of course. And it's always men. And yes. they... You're welcome. The, the one that... It always ends up like we're the serial killer in the end, or we catch a serial killer. But one that we got sent was, um, it was the, the guy had obviously written it at like four in the morning after ten pints, Ooh, and he was like, "Okay, I, I've got this idea. Which is I'm just going to run with it." Creatively. Yeah, I'm just going to run with it. That's when I do my it. best creative writing <laughs> after ten pints and a wank. And, uh, <laughs> it, it, That's where it gets the juices flowing. <laughs> <laughs> it was basically that. We'd gone to a bar, I was talking to somebody at the bar, and then Kiri said, then we were back at a hotel and Kiri said, oh, I really need to have a wank, but I can't come unless I'm lying down. 
I get that. I relate. And then Liam Gallagher came in. I, by the way, the weird, oh, I won't say who it is, but a male comedian friend of mine just told me that very thing about himself the other day. Doesn't do any standing knee tremblers. No, no, he can't. He said. He said he. Not, and he basically. And I, it's, it's, sorry to interrupt, but it's, it's just good, sparked the growth for the memory. core. If you stand so he up, he messaged he... me basically saying he was doing a corporate gig and uh, he was. In, they'd given him like a hotel room as a dressing room, and he was just. He had, thought he had a couple of hours to kill, so he said he was laying on the floor, knocking one out. Was the door locked? Yeah, yeah. Of course, it's a hotel room. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> wide then, open um, just wide open and then he got a phone call saying we're, we're actually ready early can you come down now and he literally was lying on a hotel room floor knocking one out and then he said that and, we, and I, said, I, he, I, I told him I was like why why were you lying on a hotel room floor and he said like, oh, don't well. name me in that story will you yeah, just don't want anyone to know um, and then he just said he, he goes I, said, well, I, just like, I like lying down I, I think he said something about didn't want to mess up the bed or something I go on all fours most of the time. That's not true. <laughs> it's not true. One of my oldest mates uh, from school. That is a horrible image. One of my oldest friends from school told us we were once when we were like 18 having that conversation in a pub about like, how do you do it? And um, we were all going around and just saying normal versions. And then uh, my mate, I won't say his name either, he said he um, puts out sort of a, Almost like a runway on the on the floor and gets over it in all fours. Run wanks. Anyway, he has a runway wank. <laughs> and then jumps at the end like an aeroplane. <laughs> but anyway, just... but yeah. So, so basically, it turns out some people can only masturbate lying flat down on their back. Wow. So I mean, back to the story. Yeah. But then, then ultimately, the, the end of it was that Liam Gallagher came, Gallagher came in, and obviously, I was so overwhelmed by Calm this that, down. that I ran. He's, he's not scouse. Oh, is he? I <laughs> I oh, ran no. off to be with him and let her get murdered. Oh. Who murdered her? This is it. Just a so serial killer just, out of nowhere. Just this character had come in. Just terrible. a curtain blowing. Yeah, and then... I, mean, I, I'm not, I don't want to criticise, but that's some terrible writing. It was very, very bad. And then some people just email... Sometimes we get really weird emails that will say, uh, hello, I have some information on the Green River Killer. Phone the police. Message me if interested. <laughs> oh. And we're like, we're just two women who do podcasts for yeah, God, mate. Yeah, like, yeah, not the FBI, mate. Yeah. Also, I do have other, have other interests as well. I don't just yeah, yeah. solely. It's not just serial killer. No. Um, you know. It's funny that when you're sort of do anything, stand up, podcast, you do just get sort of. I, I mean, I don't mind it. I don't get any. I've, I've had any. I only ever had a few creepy ones in my time. Again, that is obviously a, probably a gender. DM me thing. anyone. Uh, but I still get. Was, one, it, was one, it male or female creeper? Um, mostly female. Oh. Not loads. Don't worry. I'm not sort of. I've had know, a few hit me I up on think Snapchat. I put out that energy. It's nice. What you do? Yeah, but you put out that energy of being a creep <laughs> yeah, yourself. <laughs> I'm very different. I'm the, I'm the zen sort of uh, nice guy. Uh, but um, I've had a few guys in the past just get a bit too over familiar. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. there's that sort of you know, there's that thing. Reply guys is what they say. Like it's loads of every every comedian, every female comedian I know has, has almost like a sort of gang of men that just reply to everything they do, not negatively. But uh, if just, the only thing just positive, a lot yeah. of it is just yeah, it's just constant. it's a bit scarier, isn't it? If it's too positive, yeah. just non-stop. And I've had a bunch of those over, over in my years, um, but. I get I, I weirdly and I don't know if this is maybe it's not, it might be a, a compliment because I'm nice to people after gigs whenever I chat to someone I don't hang around with mm-hmm. all these members but I'll always take the old wedding ring off <laughs> in, <laughs> like, oh, oh, yeah. um, I, I twist it a lot I do that that's like a weird nice little I think it's a little security yeah um, but I get uh, people who are thinking about doing stand up message me all the time mm-hmm. asking like for advice or something I got one the other day asking if I'd listen to their set they recorded at home I've had someone send me a five-page script of their... They've not done a gig yet. you're doing the stuff now. And I'm doing it, mate, so I've got a new Edinburgh show. (laughs) But I'm like, you should just do a gig, man. Yeah, but here is that thing of, I think, you know, the problem with social media is there isn't really a rule book, is there? Mm. So I think some people... I think it's absolutely fine. Some people just it's, it, can, it is, it is essentially like a conversation. Have but, a chat. But there's... Um, but I see I'm, I'm quite a sort of... Yeah, thanks. Bang. Like I'm, I've, I never engage... You know, really, but sort of. Yeah. I don't begrudge people for just sort of. In getting, public, I, I don't like, engage if it's on a wall or something because I don't know. What, I think everyone's looking. I don't know what to say. Do you know what I mean? So I'm just like keep it short. But then you just take but, it to DMs. But on DM, not in a creepy way. Just you know what I mean. Have a chat. Okay. I think cockpits. No the <laughs> the one of the worst no that I've had, and it, it was so sort of. So this 
I did this gig in Blackburn, and this guy was there, and he knew the comedian whose gig it was. Yes. Or name. What's that name? And he seemed... I'll tell you after. He seemed... And it's lovely. It's not an issue with him. He seemed like he was making out like he was more friendly with him than he was, if that made sense. And then he said to me that he liked the podcast, and I was like, all right, fine. And then he sort of followed me on Instagram and was like, oh, really enjoyed your set, blah, 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 blah. And I said, all right, thanks. And then I just followed him back out of politeness, which I don't usually do, but I thought because he was potentially... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, I don't want to be rude. And then he just relentlessly kept messaging me and sort of hinting sort of stuff I'd mentioned in my set, mentioning it all the time, and I'm like, yeah, I know what I've written, mate. Yeah, yeah. But then he... I put a picture of me on Instagram with a banana as a joke, Uh and he sent me a message that said, well, you won't have any problems with me. I'm circumcised, so no peel back required. Oh. And what's... Yeah, there's definitely a thing of like he's yeah he's really jumped from like 10 yeah. miles an hour it was, it was to like, 80 describing miles an hour his there. cock yeah, it was yeah, such yeah, it is, a leap it? yeah it's and a I, real and I didn't answer and I left it I was like and then he unfollowed him I was like oh yeah you're weird didn't answer it and then he just what was his place like tidy or <laughs> and then then he came to one of my previews like oh, one of my very early previews that, when I was gigging in Manchester and he messaged me he's like I'm coming to your preview and I was like oh for fuck's sake and he came to it and didn't speak to me at all, which was fine, but was just there. Yeah. Then messaged me afterwards. And he's like, oh, I'm going to come to one of your podcast shows. Can, uh, can sh- Should we have that drink afterwards? And I went... That drink? Yeah. And I went, Hi, really sorry. I said... Um, he thought you were keen, probably, though. But, but yeah, but I mean, he's... He read it wrong. But completely. I mean, he didn't read, but obviously he didn't even read anything wrong. Yeah. He's, so, he's, he's jumped to that, an unnecessary... He read the, yeah, he's created he read this the thing vibe wrong. in his mind. Yeah. And I, I just said, like... I just said, uh, really sorry, don't really hang around after gigs because I, I tend to like to go home also I wouldn't be having a drink with you in any romantic sense because I actually have a boyfriend did you say yeah. that to him yeah oh he was like I wasn't asking you like that and I was like alright okay well, and yeah he, he clearly clearly well, was he described he did, his yeah, cock described his yeah. dick mate and he just went on and on and on and on and I just left it and he was like why are you ignoring me and I was like I don't because you're you. a psycho, mate. And then I just left it and didn't do anything about it. And then he just sent me a message a couple of months ago, like, bought tickets to this. I'm like, please just yeah, yeah, yeah. go away. Like, is yeah, you can't blocking. have a go at somebody and then go, by the way, I'm coming to your show. Yeah. Like, you make your decision, you And I, I just didn't, because I, he sort of knows this person that we know. Get rid, mate. Get rid, block him. Yeah, I think I should Get do, somebody to I? beat him up. Yeah. Um, what's, have we got some questions? You could be one of my first to... victims, if you like. Oh, excellent. Oh, yeah. That'd be good. That yeah. could be a good one. You could yeah, yeah, yeah. kill uh, Reply Guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you no become problem. like a folk hero, though, and like, everyone would... Anyone, yeah, anyone that sends five unresponded to messages um, and then gets over angry. the case of a month and then's really to nice a female and comedian gets done. That's, yeah, I it think that's fine. Up. I think that's absolutely fine. Is yeah. he big? Good. No. Good, I'll fuck him up right now. <laughs> Come at me, Send bro. Of your dick, mate. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> I've got a few in the bank. Um, I actually said this was the question that reminded me, that made me think of that. Sorry, um, David Stepney on the group says, "Does Rachel look at people and life in general differently after all the research she does for her podcast?" He's only up to the Ivan Millet. Oh, Ivan Millet. Ivan Millet. Who's what? what who's what, Ivan? Millet? With Ivan Millet. He's scary. He's well, they're all scary. He's the Australian. Backpacker. Oh, okay. oh, was that the Wolf Creek guy? Yes, yeah, so it's sort of Wolf Creek, sort of based, based on yeah. Ivan Milat. Um, really, yeah. I, think. I watched that Christmas Eve. Nice. <laughs> I mean, it's lovely, isn't it? You do that, Scrooge, <laughs> Elf. It's the trilogy, isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think. Do I look a bit. Oh, no. I think. Um, I don't know if I was. I, I, do, I do a bit. If I watch a lot, because I watch a lot on YouTube, like the interrogations of serial killers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fascinating the way the FBI like get it out of them and yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. the masters at sort of interviewing and getting them to confess. Yeah. I think I've always been quite cynical about people, so I don't think this reading about. I have to admit, from doing the podcast and like, especially when we're doing live shows quite a lot, and you know, we record a lot of episodes in like one sort of bit in one sort of couple of week period. 
I get like I get a bit down. I don't. I don't right. like. I want to do. I don't want to read about anything yeah, like the that. Side of human nature. Yeah, it's like oh, I've been doing that for two weeks. <coughs> yeah, I wanna, yeah, yeah. I don't want to watch some laugh. cartoons. Yeah, do some nice. Do you ever? I'm not, and this is that's wrong. I don't know the right way to word this, but because um, I remember when I think I've listened to somewhere. You, there's a, there's a hint at it, but it's not. So we're not saying there's an a reason, but like having a bit of understanding or humanity towards people that who's life has been so shit some of them have their, their childhood was so messed or messed oh up. Yeah, yeah yeah i listened to one episode i can't remember which one it was but somebody's life sounded so shit and obviously it doesn't excuse what they went on to do but other people have had shit like yeah and not i know but killer. i'm saying but you know if, if you create a perfect storm for a, a kid to grow up in such horror they might go on to not be the most balanced person so yeah. it doesn't what i'm saying is there's no excuse but you can understand without excusing mm. can't you yeah you can sort of it's like paedophiles, isn't it? Fucking <laughs> okay, hell. Do, do you want to elaborate on that? Thanks for saving me there. <laughs> I thought I was swimming around in a shark-infested water. I mean, it's not there. They're good people. No. <laughs> Why are we so down on them? I don't understand. It just misunderstood. Um, no, but it is that... Um, but also but the they, same time. they had difficult childhoods, most of them, didn't they? Yeah. Obviously. and not. Yeah, but like they, they had it done to them, and they're doing it. <clears throat> but most people who had it done to don't turn out paedophiles. No, I know. But paedophiles, most of them have had it done to them. Yes. So where are you going? <laughs> yeah. So it's not their fault, man. Let them babysit, all right? No. <laughs> they do it for free. <laughs> but I watch those paedophile hunters and that, and a part of me does. F- can't help but just feel sorry for them a little bit. Well, of course, because and that then you've got to remind yourself what they're sounds, doing. Because you know that's what I mean? also not how you that's, deal with it. Yeah, it's, that paedophile hunters are taking like where they it get themselves. They, they kind of surround them and like outside a shopping yeah, yeah, center, yeah. and they just look mortified. But is that thing? Obviously, there's a there's a. You but know, you've got to remember what they're doing. They're going to meet a fourteen year old girl. Totally. Or, but and uh, yeah, I do think. That, but again, if it, if it's if it's somebody's got chronic mental health issues mm. that has led to that point, what they need is the police to catch them if they're doing stuff like that and then they need to be not only sort of kept in incarcerated they need to be kept treated for their issues all yeah. i'm not a fa- i'm not a believer in punishment as the only thing i'm a firm believer in rehabilitation but that's just because i'm a hippie wanker but you know i do think that's what I've, i always find like sort of un- get understanding is part of being human isn't it mm. but I, I, was, I was telling them what, a couple of episodes ago I was talking about how I read the Unabomber's Manifesto oh yeah it's p- great it's a really interesting read and what comes through is that he's a nutter who was actually very clever mm. and just so frustrated at the world that he snapped and it doesn't excuse the fact that he did 16 bombs at all but actually if he hadn't have bombed anyone if you read that manifesto, you'd be like, there's a lot there that he's actually on mm. the money really talking about. Sort of the, the criticisms of the modern age and technology. And, uh, you know, uh, you'd, simply, you'd read the Can same thing. George Monbiot would write the same that. thing in The Guardian. So, but it's just the fact that he just snapped, he had the issues and snapped and was... It's like, so, and bear with me on this. So, you know, the Jonestown massacre. Yeah. So when Jim Jones first started out being a preacher and stuff, he was really inclusive. He didn't like... Uh, segregated churches and stuff like that. He was like, they should bring people together. And he was really, like, progressive. Yeah. And then, obviously, I think it was just, like... Power. Power. And he was it's like... human a, nature, isn't it? He was like a god, wasn't he, to them? Well, that's it. And then... that. So, so, not... Like, some of his ideas were actually like, oh, that's actually quite progressive. Yes. And interesting. But then also, you've gone mad. Yeah. So and it is that it's the ego, isn't it? It's yeah, the ego power. of going that I know best mm. and other people don't, so I've got to just do these things. Yeah, and that's the thing I sort of I, don't, I would never don't be progressive. I think is the moral of that. <laughs> Stick to the right, as far as you can, as far as you can. Get to that right wing, guys. Just hug it like um, Aaron Lennon used to do for Tottenham in his glory days. <laughs> Um, that was a far too niche football <laughs> reference, I think. Uh, I quite enjoyed it, the nicheness of it. Thank you. Was, yeah, I enjoyed it. Do you like that. football? Frank James. I do like football, yeah. I'm not, oh yeah. Says. Don't know why I'm do bringing you, up football. I'm trying to swerve that subject. Do you prefer Oasis to the Beatles? 
Because you're a big Liam Gallagher fan. Huge Oasis fan. Yeah, love both of them. Absolutely love both of them. Do you like them stuff since Oasis? Because uh, I, I was a massive Oasis fan when I was a kid. Like I prefer, even though I'm from London, I preferred them to Blur. I was mm. like Oasis were my ones. Yeah. These rough little fucking working yeah. class bastards. You know what I mean? I was really, I, I really associated myself with them as a Those kid. Those first two albums blew my mind. They're amazing. But then, since then, like I, and this isn't sort of being contrary or anything. I've not liked anything either of them have done after Oasis. BDI, I did not like at all. Yeah. What's that? An album. Uh, it was Liam Gallagher's band. It was basically Oasis without Noel yeah. and different oh, okay. songs. I didn't like them at all. I couldn't get into them. I wanted to like them, but I just didn't. Noel stuff, I like some of it. I think some of it has gone a bit, and this is my mum's description of Noel's solo work, Tesco dad jeans. Yes. It's but that's what both, I feel both of it. them have not have not progressed. They sort of... They've just grown Still old the and 90s. done what they did at the Oasis a bit shitter. Yeah, That's sort of what it feels Liam's like. Liam's solo album, I loved. I thought it was great. Do you know what, actually? Have you heard the newest Noel song? Oh, the Black Star. And it sounds Rising. a bit in excess. It's quite fucking... It's quite cool. I I, that's the first thing I've heard of his. I was like, oh, that's a bit different to what you used to do. Yeah. I, I quite like that. I think it's all right. I prefer when he does like a proper banger though oh, like, really? yeah like, i kind of like the see i just i like i like it when people like of so seminal like oasis that ends and they just go fucking mental like, yeah. you know i mean that's why now like you know like sort of when blur stopped i don't think anyone would have predicted it's gorillas do you know what i mean coming no. out of damon all but i like when people go fuck that shit let's go or it's like damon totally all different. going off and doing like africa express stuff and like, yeah yeah he's... i like people that sort of go like, you know like what Bowie. that was that this is now yeah like yeah. madonna yeah They've not really... They're not really... Um... So do you prefer the Beatles, though? <clears throat> or you appreciate that they are better, I, I like. <laughs> I like the Beatles. I can appreciate that the Beatles were, you know... Who's your favourite Beatle? That's always... Paul McCartney. Anyone who says it's not Ringo is just wrong. No, no, no. <laughs> That's um, your favourite beat or Paul McCartney? Yeah, really? I think he's really cute, wasn't he, when he was young? I think he's a nice George guy. Harrison. Have you watched the... It's got to um, be Lennon, Have you watched the Netflix... It? No. Oh, have you Lennon. Watched... But Lennon was also the bit of a wanker, he wasn't was he? He was horrible, yeah. But um, yes. there's a Netflix documentary about George Harrison. I don't know if it's actually Netflix, but it's a two. It's like so long. It's like three oh, hours. Oh, it's about three, yeah, three hours it's fucking on. brilliant. George Harrison was so cool. Like, he yeah. was the best one. He was a very... Uh, I really love My Sweet Lord as a it's tune a as well. It's a beautiful song. It's an absolute That's banger. A and um, Got it's My Mind Set On You is one of my favourite 80s yeah, tracks. Good, yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah. The cover for that album is one of the funniest album covers. It's the most 80s album. Like, What's it like? I'm not... He just looked like... He was wearing like a... I was about to say a gross shirt. <laughs> I'm wearing a gross shirt. Um, it's sort of like a, a horrible a shirt. shirt. He's just holding the guitar and it's like got clouds in the background. It looks like I've done it on Photoshop. But it looks cool. No, yeah, but in a sort of cheesy shit yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. But it's just, I like. Yeah, I love I'm George Harrison. I, I love him. Um, so the answer to that would be the Beatles. I love the Beatles, uh, but I obviously prefer Oasis because they're like my era. Yeah. But I appreciate both of those. Yes. Um, let's do another. What have we got? Loads of questions. Which one should we do? Oh, David Stepney. Is there a joke that another comedian has done that you would? that you feel would suit you better? This is a good question. Ooh. Would you ever swap a joke with a friend? I've swapped bits, like, I've sat and written with friends, you know, where we're just throwing ideas back and forth. And, like, I've sort of said, like, we've got an idea for a bit of their stuff. And then, I, like, we've, I've, I've, maybe I've come up with it, but off the back of one of theirs. And then, like, I've chatted to them a week later, and they're like, I tried it, it didn't really work. And I was like, right, can I have it back? Because I'm going to try, I think yeah, I could yeah. do it diff- better yeah. and differently. So I do that quite regularly. I've had someone say, um, oh, this is the type of joke you'd do and give me a joke. And I'm like, no, it ain't. (laughs) (laughs) And then you feel slightly insulted. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What? (laughs) It's weird. I've never, I don't think I've ever, I've thought, oh, I wish I I thought that. Mm. I wish that was my routine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the person I think most about, stand-up wise, is, yeah, apart from you, obviously, is uh, Paul McCaffrey. Oh yeah, yeah! Absolutely love Paul McCaffrey. He's so up. good. He's Shout so, out Paul McCaffrey. He will drag every bit of it, comedy out of an observation. Yeah. I know. I mean that. In a, that sounded almost bad. Like he'll literally ruin it. No, but what I mean is, he'll, his take me out bit. I was just going to say the take me out is bit. like ten minutes long. It's so observations funny. about one specific thing. <laughs> He's doing the underbelly this year, isn't he? Um, uh, yes, I yeah. think he is. Yeah, but he uh, and yeah, as, as a recommendation, that is, I'd recommend Paul so highly. But I think definitely. he's one of the most underrated comedians He's just in the country. So funny. 
His, yeah, that really take me out. Fun. I always think of that take me out routine. It's great, isn't it? It's brilliant. It's really, really good. Like that when I when I watched that, I was like, oh god, I wish I yeah, wish I'd. It's, it's relatively that. new as well, that he's, isn't it? Well, you see, I mean, it's probably. I think I first saw him do it about a year, eighteen months ago, and that was when it was two minutes long. Funny little observation about. Take me out, and then flash forward a year. I saw it when it was in its 10, 12 yeah. minute. And the car boot sale bit that he does as well. Oh, that's great. I love that. The car boot sale. He's just, yeah, he always has. He, I like that thing of he's an observational comic, but he'll really just take one thing and just drag it out yeah, for a bit yeah. and really get every bit of funny out Rinse of it. Rinse it. Yeah. Sean Walsh has been, is another one who does yeah. that with yeah. When he does a. You know, sometimes, because I, I tend to do stories with observations in them, so I, I sort of use the observations as little throwaway jokes. Yeah. And sometimes I think, oh, maybe I should go off and go into it more. But then I'm like, it doesn't really suit me. Yeah. Like with me, I, I met up with Sean the other day. He watched my preview, and then the day after we went for coffee, and I just said, if you've got any thoughts, I'm like, because he look, he look at it from such a different angle. And one of the bits, he he started coming up with all these observations off the back of it. And I was like, but yeah, I should maybe go into it. And then I tried it at a preview, and I was like, now that bit's just way too long. It's yeah. already a long story. <laughs> No, I've I've just made it an extra seven minutes. So that's good, though, isn't it, for an Edinburgh show to have? But my show's already too long, mate. Cutting down, isn't I? That's it, yeah. Um, Just speak quicker, isn't it? So yeah. (laughs) But I don't. Yeah, it's rare I see somebody do a bit that I think would suit me better. Yeah, I don't think I've ever. No. Because I I think I've seen comedians do bits that I don't think suit them. Mm. You see it a lot more with newer comics who are trying to be edgy and stuff like that. Yeah, I've had it where I I think the whole thing about stand-up should be you do what you do. I don't think I've ever and like you shouldn't ever think oh that person's like me they do what I do yeah yeah, yeah. so I, I always feel quite happy that I don't feel unique yeah I'm quite happy with what I do and I don't I've never but yeah the only time when I've watched a, a comedian I've been like oh I wish that was mine yeah 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 that's, that's the only time really yeah do you ever want to just take it and start doing it <laughs> it's best easiest way I wrote it first yeah. <laughs> Why are you doing my bit? And then ring them and tweet about them nicking your bit. Um, Ronan Quinn, what's your favourite day of the year? Christmas Day. Is it? Come on, it has to be, doesn't it? It's a bit hacking. I've got kids, man. It's nice. Christmas Sweet. Eve. Christmas Eve. I, I love Christmas Eve. I, do you know what? Christmas I used to morning. love Christmas Eve. I used to love Christmas Eve before all my friends had kids. Because that used to be our big yes. tear up. And now we've had to move it to the 23rd so your kids can enjoy Christmas Day. <laughs> Selfish wanker. I love um, Christmas morning. What about morning? cow? Um, sorry, Watching no. the kids open the presents. Yeah. That's the best day. Is it? Mm. What, um, what about you opening presents? No. <laughs> That's nice. I love opening yeah, presents. No, yeah, it's nice. Um, yeah, I think... I love um, opening my kids' presents. Boxing Day, I think. I, Boxing Day, if I've not drunk Christmas Day, Boxing Day is lovely. Mm. It's all done in it. You can just you can do yeah. nothing. There's not. It is a proper nothing day. Yeah, don't have to see anyone. It's a good day, man. I used to quite. Yeah, I, I used to quite like New Year's Day if I've gone bananas on New Year's Eve. That's you know like a I mean? hangover, though. Isn't it? Yeah, but it's sort of a hangover that you are allowed. It's, it's yeah, the most yeah. Sort like of sanction- everyone's hungover. Yeah. It's a good day yeah. to sort of start a fresh year. Yeah, but normally you're hungover enough, you can start a fresh year because you're not going to go near booze. Make some resolutions. Mm. Yeah, but um, but I think I don't. Never been a massive fan of my birthdays. I hate my birthday. Really, I like opening hate presents, it. but yeah, it's a bit like I get really. Big deal. But you know, you can open no. presents. I still do. I still you know, you do can gigs open presents as... any day of the year. Yeah. <laughs> I need to stop buying myself presents. <laughs> I always buy myself. Now presents. I'm living I don't on my wrap own. Them. But you not buy yourself no, you, a little yeah, treat from be time like, to time. Treat myself now I'm yeah. single. I'm uh, gonna have to buy myself presents. Um, you, you, I thought you were married. No. Oh. Um, I was never married, but I was in a long term, long ting. Oh right. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, yes. Hope you well. It's great. <laughs> um, let's do. <laughs> I mean, this is such an after that little sort of quite sincere moment. Uh, Lee Moody's asked, what's the proper way to wipe your bum after a poo? Oh, God. <laughs> with wet wipes, Lee. No, not with wet. You can't flush No, 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 wipes. but the, what, the flushable but ones. But they're still worse than toilet paper, I think. No, not the, the flushable ones, are Yeah, they are worse. They're still worse. Well, it depends if you want a clean bum hole on it, mate. <laughs> but I'd rather the, I'd rather the Fuck pipes the environment, work man. better. The, the, what about my pipes? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even answering that, but it's just reminded me. I've got a sparkly arse, I was trying to say. The worst thing that I saw. You know, that programme, Embarrassing Bodies. Yes. I was watching uh, it with my mate, and there was just this nice old guy in his mid fifties, worked in a pub, like genital little, warts. little featured story about him. He's like, that's a little backstory. He's like, oh yeah, I've been working here for many years now, and he's like, oh, 
giving someone a pint and all that kind of stuff. And the issue was that he was like, it doesn't matter how well I wipe my bum, I still smell of shit, oh, basically, right? Has he got, did so, he have shit in his nostrils? They, they oh, right. can't be that embarrassed if he's going on national telly <laughs> right. to say, Years, I smell of shit. This man had lived with this issue for so long and it was bringing him down, you know. Kill it, yourself People first. were commenting on it. People were commenting. Like people were saying, like literally, like, other people could when smell you'd be the shit. Be like, what is that people smell? would talk, wouldn't they? Oh my god! They did all these like uh, tests. Like he went in, you know, had a bit of a thing up his bum and all that kind of stuff. And the upshot was, he just wasn't wiping his bum properly. No. And the, the doctor was like, "Okay, so basically, you just need to wipe a bit better." He just wasn't wiping wipes. his bum properly. How bad are you wiping your bum now that you, your whole you entirely I, smell of shit? I just don't know. Like, but I just remember watching it and going. This is the saddest thing of it, this poor oh man. Oh, my God. But wipe your bum, I mean, come <laughs> on, like... I mean, like, that would be my... F- if I started stinking a shit, that would be the first thing I'd try, just to sort of improve my... Get a bee day. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just... Just go and walk into a lake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, should, you should host an Embarrassing Body spin-off. <laughs> Somebody comes out, smell of shit, walk just walk into a, a lake, mate. Next. Uh, <laughs> They're very brave for going on there, to be totally honest, aren't they? Or to foolhardy. Oh, yeah, go well, to a normal doctor, doctor where there's not yeah. cameras. I find it hard to watch. I don't watch it. I can't watch it. But that's one of the very few episodes I've seen of it. Right. Yeah. It's um, like the one where they get naked for dating. Oh, Naked Attraction. That is the worst show on television. Yeah. Like, it's the most... I can't believe, especially when, when they have to hug naked. Oh my god, it's disgusting! But that's—I mean, I only—it's one of the things I don't watch. But sometimes, if I'm in like a hotel, it's just on. It's it's on when I turn the telly on, yeah. and I'm like, Ooh, and I have like ten minutes of just—I can't, you know. I mean, you're so cringy that your whole, all your tendons tighten up. It's, it's cringe TV. It's just anyone who goes on it is insane. I genuinely think. I like, mean, it's mad. That's like people moan about Love Island and the sort of narcissism. But that, it. I think that is that is going on Naked Attraction is so much more insanely narcissistic than. I, and you're just Love going based on what their body looks like. But anyone who would just stand there naked on telly, saying, "Well, you know, just I'm, I'm looking for love." What about their family? I'm what looking about their for children? Love. What if they got kids? And it, that is, it's there forever, yep. isn't it? Just that's going to go love. on YouTube. Here's my cock. <laughs> yeah. That's, and it's also, they say, like, the whole ethos of the show is, like, you know, just to take out, you know, any shame of body stuff before you ever get going. I mean, that I get, shouldn't be, I get that, that should be a point lot. A little you should get bit. Some, like, surely you should get to know well, yeah. somebody from the sort of head down. That's yeah, it, yeah. sometimes you can meet somebody that you don't necessarily find attractive straight away, and then you get to know them, and you're like, oh, actually, I fancy this person. So, yeah. what? Yeah. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't understand why, like. It's the, a terrible starting point to think, I really like their dick. Yeah. Let's work from that. I didn't even know I was gay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that is such a terrible starting point yeah. for a relationship. I've, yeah, anyway, that's my issue with it. I think it's fucking disgusting. <laughs> also, I've, I've, I've definitely, I've become way more prudish as I've, as I've marched towards 40. Oh. Like, not prudish, but what I mean is, like, I was watching an episode of Love Island the other day. And the moment they start kissing, I have to cover my eyes. I can't deal with it. It's too gross. And like, I'm like, fucking get off each other, man. There's cameras around. Do you know what I mean? I feel, I feel sort of like... I don't like petting do in public. Well, I think like, do it in private. Yeah, and it's, my I'm not one of these people that gets angry about seeing people have a smooch in the street or... Get a room. But I just, yeah, I don't know. It's something about yeah, yeah. proper... Yeah, the noises you hear on Love the- Island, it's like... Oh... <laughs> <laughs> There's probably some people that are into that. What's that ASMR thing? Oh, yeah, the whispering. I, like, I quite like that. But also there's ones that like noises, isn't it? It's like this. There you go. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, I like the stuff like that. <laughs> you should start doing that, mate, for money. Put a PayPal link up. <laughs> Patreon available. Julian does ASMR for five minutes. Um, if you're in room 101, what would you put in it? Matty Richardson. Um, oh, naked it's a attraction. proper question that in it's a proper role hey that's like a I'd put people in it for. naked attraction I but definitely would put that in room 101 people with no clothes kissing I, no, kissing noises I, I, there's a person I'd put in I feel really bad saying it because do you know no, is it just, somebody we know no 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 it's a famous person is it Julian it, it's Julian uh, <laughs> no problem I'll get in it where Lily is it Allen. Lily Allen really can't, can't warm to that girl can't Katy Perry actually is gr- great on me lately and I used to quite like her how often are you encountering Katy Perry's <laughs> someone I spoke to the other day they hated her and I'm like oh yeah 
I've never. Oh, she was doing that therapy show. I don't show think I've heard she, her speak. She's doing a therapy show and going really deep with her Is she? issues. On what? She was, talking to, she was talking to a therapist like this live thing, and she's crying and she's going, "I've got my hair cut, and some people don't like where it." Are you, <laughs> where, I'm like, "Oh fuck!" Where off. are you watching this? Um, on telly. <laughs> Really? On YouTube, maybe. I don't know. YouTube. I watch a lot of crap. Well, yeah, why, this is the thing. You're actively watching stuff that you're like, fucking hate this yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's the problem with the modern it's, age, isn't it? We're all watching stuff that yeah, annoys yeah. us. Yeah, it's good to it, hate, yeah. though, isn't it? It's, it's a nice It's not. It's feeling. a terrible thing. It's, yeah, but it's, if you... If you draining. You could yeah. watch something that you really enjoy watching rather oh, no. than... I should do. Yeah. yeah. Like porn. Getting angry. Get straight back onto <laughs> no porn, porn and serial killers. as well. Pedophile documentaries are great as well. They're not. I just don't easy. I just got them on in the background sometimes. Louis Theroux. That was a good one, wasn't it? Oh, I watched the, the I watched newest three one with times. the Westboro Baptist Church. Yeah, I started watching that. But that's I, not a new, what a third one with. Isn't them? there an updated one? That's the one I yeah, watched. Yeah, yeah, number yeah. two, but it's still like five years old. Oh no, there's a new one on BBC. He's, he did an update. I'm gonna watch it tonight. Yeah, it's um, I mean, it's quite harrowing, but I mean, he's and it's it's what's good about it. He's he loses his temper a couple of times. Well, one it's of the girls see, left, didn't does they? It? It's rare you see Theroux lose his Ooh. temper, and there's moments where he goes no, and I was like, yeah, go on, boy, fuck him up. Oh. I'm going to have to watch this then. Go on, Louis. Yeah. Um, I love Louis, man. He's good, I, isn't he? He's National seen, treasure. He, he used, is, man. Yeah. He is. He lives in LA now, but he used to live around oh, the corner here. Traitor. Did he really? So when this uh, coffee shop around the corner there opened, um, you used to see him in there having a coffee now and again. Oh. Were you tempted to chat to him? No, because, you know, he's just he's doing I'd his thing. I'd love to chat to him. I, yeah, I mean... I would have pulled up a chair and made it really awkward. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen the Jeremy it's Corbyn like cafe in Finsbury Park? What? So there's a cafe in Finsbury Park yeah. next to the station and I'd, they love Jeremy Corbyn in there. Yeah. Apparently sometimes he goes in. But there's I just... I Jeremy Corbyn, James Corbyn. Oh, sorry. not James Corbyn, no, no. Jeremy Corbyn. <laughs> Jeremy okay. Corbyn. So there's all like printed out pictures on the outside. It's like his Turkish cafe. And it's printed, it says, uh, Jeremy Corbyn, the eagle, no one can stop him. And then it'll be like, Jeremy's favourite dish. And you go in and there's pictures of Jeremy Corbyn all from stages of his life, from like being young, and yeah. then, and then there's like, um, there's like a Turkish teapot thing, and it's got uh, Jeremy Corbyn's face on the top of it, and then on the spout it just says "Love you." Amazing. It's, there's a Christmas tree up in the corner, and it's just got little baubles of Jeremy Quality. Corbyn. On. I like that. They love him. Well, they normally, love him so much. do you ever go to? Have you ever been to one of them Indian restaurants in sort of uh, the West End? Where they've always got pictures of celebrities. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always one of Gary Wilmot in every carryout. <laughs> I met him once. Did you? My dad knew him, yeah, and um, went backstage at Catford Theatre and he gave me and my sister a signed photo of himself. It's a gift. I bet you were I was like, about nine, I was like, you up. fucking did he say, wanker. Did he yeah. say, can you take that to the Indian restaurant in the area that you live in? <laughs> I need to do a drop around all of it. very important to but, Was um, he a nice man? He didn't, he was just a bit show busy. I didn't realise, I was just sitting right. there like, I don't Where is really he now? care. I don't know. Wilmot. Oh, Shout out know. Wilmot, by yeah, the way. Good big guy. Up, big up yourself. Big up. He's Mike um, Wilmot's um, brother, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> um, but what, yeah, so what's the Lily Allen dislike based I don't on? Know. It, Online behaviour, music. I just really hate... I, I don't know. I'm just really bad because I always feel like when you work in comedy, you're like two people away <clears throat> from that person. Do you know what I mean? Because of people yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. I'm definitely going to bump into her in Edinburgh or something. I, I don't know what it is. I just, I just don't like the music. I I think it's very false. I don't like. I like some of the stuff she does about when people sort of body shame her, or you know, yeah. that picture. But of this her. is the thing because I've never liked her music, but I don't think it's for me. Yeah, you know, it's the same. Yeah. Show. I, the reaction I would have to her music is the same as Lewis Capaldi when she or first came out, Ed yeah. Sheeran or someone that I know that music. I know so many people that moan about like fucking Ed Sheeran, fucking selling millions of albums. It's like yeah, it ain't for you, mate. Yeah, You're a forty-year-old like it. Yeah, it's that's good though, isn't it? But it's not. It's, I mean, it's. It's not. It's not good for me. It's good for somebody yeah. who thinks it's good. That's yeah, the way objection like like and objectivity works. So. I mean, I don't. I don't think. I just. I don't know. It's just. I think it was the time when she sort of, sort of appeared. Yeah. And then, I don't know. There's a little bit of that thing where it's like, I have this. You know, so because I'm working class, I have that little thing where. When someone's not working class, and, and they, they pretend to be, pretend to be it. I don't think I she's think, pretending to be working class. I mean, the voice might have been a little. Her dad was, but, but I think she'd grew, come from. Well, she grew up with him. Grew yeah, up with him having money and stuff. I just think when she came out, it it felt really false, and it's yeah, like yeah. you've been to a posh school. You, yeah, yeah. I yeah. Hate it. What, I don't like it when someone's not themselves. Yes, yeah. And I think you know. But that's the, that's a very modern thing mm. that rush to claim some attachment to working class mm. 
ness is because of the nature of sort of um what's the word intersectional intersectionality means like you know as we're now trying to look at sort of privilege much more anyone who sort of realizes they've got a fair bit of it Mm. needs something in it especially white people white people now white people think i need to be working class otherwise i ain't got i ain't got nothing you know what i mean so like, I see it all the time. I know loads of comedians. I spent who, years trying not to be though. This like, is it. This is the problem. Clearly. You grew up working class. I grew up desperate to get away from yeah. my parents. Like, you know, they're poor fucking people in a council flat. I couldn't wait to not be that. And my whole life has been an attempt to not be that. Mm-hmm. Why do you think I'm surrounded by wanky plants and <laughs> hippie shit? It's because this is all me trying to be something else mm. and find and not have the, the horrible sort of constantly difficult life my parents had and yeah, still yeah. have. So I, but I find whenever I'm, I, I'm always very aware when I see somebody adopting working classness as a, as a, yeah, identity. You know what I mean? There are like, some I, people I always, I'm like, like, where'd you grow up? Your parents? Yeah. Own, did your parents own a house? Like stuff. Because that's my thing. Like, I think there's always there's so many levels of working classness as well. I know yeah, people, that's like, true. I, a good friend of mine. He now has changed his opinion. He always used to claim to be working class, even though his dad owned like three properties because his dad owned a building company, and so his dad came out, came out of a working class place in ireland and was a builder but then came over here and built up this fucking empire free houses you know rental properties helped my friend buy his first place Mm. and i was like you're not working class Mm. mate you fucking come from money you know i mean your dad's a millionaire yeah 100 percent. i agree so i think there's so many people that claim being working class when they ain't they're Mm. they're, they're a they're sort of definitely in the middle classes even if they just don't think it because their parents job might not sound middle class if they've got money, they ain't, they ain't working class, man. That's my mm. rule. I'm real yeah. like, you've got to be poor to be working class nowadays. Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? Like, because I, I see it so often, especially in comedy. And yeah. Like you say, you're like, you are not working class. That's Please bullshit, don't man. pretend that you're working class. But then also, in, now it's sort of seen as not an issue to be working class. I think there's still a bit of snobbery around it. Yeah. I think some people treat you there's one particular person I know for 100% just does not like me because I'm working class who is he I can't say oh, come on. are they but, a comedian yeah really I, tell us off I'll there. tell you but 100% and I know how do you know it's like because of that I, I just know I can sense it because of how that person interacts with other people right and I just I just know and yeah. it's not like I've got you know a chip on my shoulder or anything but it was like when I introduced myself to this person they were like Really? Yeah, sort of Fuck. recoiled. Bastards. And then, and I was like, the only thing I can think of is I'm the only working class person in this room, so I think that is this person's problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a weird one. I'm very, so that's the thing, I now don't really, I'm very comfortable with, I think I sort of, I, I, I can sort of act however I want. Yeah, I'm, yeah. More, I'm more comfortable now since comedy and since like, I've worked in London and stuff around people with like private education. I'm more comfortable around mm. private yeah, Comedy's school. taught me totally. It makes me realise, yeah. oh yeah, they're just like me as well. Oh. With a better education. And also, the yeah, yeah, yeah. What they can be buffoons as well. That's, that's exactly That's what yeah. was yeah. a bit of a thing. Oh yeah, they can be stupid. Making friends. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know friends like, you know, um, who went to boarding school, private, uh, private schools, you know, went to a good university, and they, you know, they come from money mm-hmm. and are way more fucked up than me mm-hmm. emotionally and mentally. Mm. And I, 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 that's the right. Boarding school is brutal. As boarding well, school like, is one of the most dangerous things I think to kids. It's so it's horrendous. Like worse than like my school, and it was like just off a councillor state in yeah, Plumstead. Yeah, yeah. It sounds. I mean, yeah. It, it's like, can you imagine being taken, your mum and dad going, right, go on, you're off to boarding Six school. Six years old. Yeah, you're, you're only Christmas. little. Yeah, Christmas, and then you... I mean, it does toughen them up, but it's fucking trauming for it a can, kid. Yeah, yeah. They've got to just shut down something. Yeah, we <laughs> wonder know? why there's so many, like, sociopaths in politics. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up in boardrooms of, like, banks and stuff like that. It's because they all got, they all got such... They were brought up to be that. They were brought up to be sociopathic and just, I'm my own person. Sexual yeah. abuse as well. Yeah, man. In boarding school. <laughs> there was, honestly, I, mate. I, um, I love how you laughed at that as if you did it. <laughs> I laughed at it because I, I thought, why did I say that? Yeah. But I mean, that was a, a generational thing. There used to be so many more pedo teachers, innit? Yeah. I don't know. We, what, had we had a pedo teacher. We had a pedo teacher. My, mate, oh, yeah, got, there was my mate got molested and we and he told us and we just took the piss out of him. That's, yeah. Oh, blind. Like like different, different times. Different times. Ah, got it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> got it. You got the ditch touch. We didn't let him lick you. I changed his name in my um, address book to Dick Lick. 
but he God. um but as a result of that um he it came out and the guy went to prison good you're welcome society <laughs> <laughs> um, we've we've already gone over an hour. Oh wow! Flew by, didn't it? Yeah. Um, we'll Thanks wrap, for coming. We'll wrap it up. I've enjoyed myself. And then you can tell us who that person was. Yeah, well, your listeners have some questions it. as well, don't they? Huh? They ask good questions, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they've got. There was, we didn't get through it. We never get through them all. But um, sorry, those we didn't answer next fine, time. We'll answer the next time. Um, so just quickly again, Edinburgh show. The People's Princess, 9.35 p.m. Good time. Underbelly, Bristow Square. Done. Every Great. day, no day off. No day off. Wow. I'm just not doing the last day. Stamina. I'm not doing the last day, yeah. but I'm also having a day off. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, no day mine's off. a bit more lazy. That's a day off. Just, just sent me just under last end. year, the last day. I am. Um, you, when you say last day, do you mean it's Monday or the so Sunday? So the Monday. Oh, I'm not doing Sunday or Monday. <laughs> I, I, I'm very... Um, I never ever do the Monday. Or and, I've ne- and then I've stopped doing the Sunday. Oh. Just because um, right, this time I'm going to fly down and do the Reading I'm Festival. I'm taking 25 days off. train home. So I'll be home that Sunday evening. Oh, you. Yeah. You're doing good. what? Get on the train as well with no people on it. Early morning one. That's what I did. From? Edinburgh. Yeah, well, I've got a, I think I've got yeah. a fly to... 6am. Oh, that's nice. It was nice. Mm. Yeah, it is nice. Um, First class. Anyway... <laughs> Thanks Sarah for listening. Travel. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> Thank you. People can listen to your podcast. They're all online. All yeah. filler. Oh, how many no episodes filler. in total now? I think there's 64. Ooh, That's a lot of murderers. That's a load. That is a lot of murderers. Keep Let's, it up, murderers. Keep it up, <laughs> guys. We need content. Keep cracking on. People are idiots. Kill them. We'll see. I don't don't know, kill we'll, me. Don't kill. Um, we'll be in touch. We've just been talking about doing a live one potentially in November. So At the Phoenix in London. There's nothing to be confirmed, Julian. 3pm, be there. <laughs> <laughs> or be square. Right, thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye. Bye.